Today we have Kelly Roch from the Anthony Scarzone team in Rochester, New York. Kelly has been recognized by Property Shark as the number four social media realtor in Rochester. On this episode, she takes us through how she utilizes social media to not only get her clients' homes as much exposure as possible, but also to educate current and potential clients. Let's get started. All right, cool. Kelly, hey, thanks for uh, hopping on the podcast. Of course. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Why don't you just, let's just jump right into it and go ahead and introduce yourself. Sure. So I'm Kelly Roche. Um, I've been in real estate for six years now. Um, I got into it right after college. So I went to SUNY Geneseo. And my senior year, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, so there was an alumni coming to speak to us about ha- like doing something in the Hamptons with real estate for a summer. So I'm like, oh, right out of college. Yeah, let's go to the Hamptons. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, you know, just have fun, party and look at some cool houses. Right. Um, so I took my real estate course in college and then right, like after graduation, I packed my bags and I went to the Hamptons. So I didn't last long. I was there for about a month. Um, It was a very different atmosphere from what I wasn't used to. And the price of living was just insane. I couldn't afford a studio apartment by myself. Yeah. Um, So I came home um, and I definitely wanted to continue real estate. So I got hooked up with a family friend and we've been partnered ever since and taken on the real estate world together. Oh, nice. So, yeah. so what, what was like the biggest difference? I mean, obviously there's probably a billion differences between the Hamptons and where you're at, right? Out in Rochester, right? Yep. Yep. So like, what's like the biggest thing that sticks out to you? Um, the people. Yeah. Um, I would waitress at night and people wouldn't look you in the eye. Um, a lot of people would wear sunglasses inside. Um, and I just couldn't connect with anybody. It was just kind of, you know, I'm your waiter and that's it. So yeah, very different vibes. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So you were down there for about a month, you said, right? Yep. Okay. And then came back and so you went from college right into real estate. Usually people kind of like try and find their, you know, career path. So you went right into it, you know, working, you said waitressing. Did you waitress in Rochester as well before you could start? I did. All through college, I waitressed um, in Geneseo, and I didn't want to do that forever, but it was a good stepping stone to talk to people, meet people, make money. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, I continued to do it a little bit when I was getting started in real estate, mm-hmm. but shortly after I moved back here, um, I had a family friend call me um, with a job opportunity working f- from home um for a company based out of indianapolis so i would do that as my full-time job and i would show houses on the weekends and nights um until i went full-time during COVID in 2020. gosh and what what like was that what when did it feel right for you to make that jump full-time real estate because that's like a nervous like that's a big jump right like because you don't get paid until right deal closes right so and in my mind, I'm like, am I going to make it? You know, am I going to make enough money to support my family? Um, honestly, so we 
half of our company got let go the first week of COVID. So like wow. March 14th, 16th. Yeah. Um, so I was forced to be like, okay, I got to make this jump and I got to make it work. Yeah. So I just, I don't think I would have gone full time that year. I feel like I just would have always made excuses mm-hmm. to be like, oh, now's not the right time until I was forced into it. Right. Um, so any advice for anybody? Like if you are feeling, oh, I don't think I'm going to make it. You just have to jump and do it because, you know, half asking two things, it's just not, yeah. not going to work. Yeah. You can't master one thing. You can't be a jack right. of trades and master of none. Right. right. So what? that's a wild time to get into real estate. Right. So you got to went full time forced into it in the height of the pandemic. Did you, um, did you, so you were, you were on a team, right? Are you still on a team? Yes. So did yes. you, did you get a lot of leads for, did you rely on your sphere of influence, team leads? Like how did that work? So it was when I started, I, I had really relied on leads because in 2017, I'm building my sphere. People are going to like, I'm not going to work with you. You haven't been in real estate that long. Um, but by 2020, when I was full time, I was 50 50 leads and then 50 50 sphere. So, oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And so, okay. So you're the team. And then did you, did you pick up anything in terms of like the team social media or did you kind of like say, all right, I need another way to get my name out there. I'm going to just jump into social media. Yeah. I just jumped into it. Um, I went for marketing and I was like, okay, I'm following all these realtors, you know, around the United States. Look what they're doing. I'm going to try to mimic it in my market and yeah. try to get leads that way. Yeah. So what are some of like, those accounts that you like to follow? There's some like big ones that you like to... Um, I, I like I like Erica Richmond. She's out of Tennessee. Um, Heather Maddox. She's in Washington near Seattle. Um, and Rebecca Donatelli. She is in Ohio, Cleveland. She came to speak at one of our educational seminars in Rochester. And that's where I really was like, okay, I want to be her. Mm-hmm. So she's great on social media and she's killing it out there. So so what's the, what's t- what's the, um, some of the kind of content that you try and focus on? Is it educational, entertainment, both? More entertainment. Okay. Um, I found that educational with my, at least with my people, it's, you know, it's over their head or if they're not looking for a house, they're, they're not going to want to learn about the housing market. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like to do polls on my stories and those really, really work well. Um, especially people will think that they know the answer. And then when they don't, they're more engaged. So they want to keep playing the game until they get something right. Yeah. Um, but for educational, that's what I found out that works the best. So you use the educational for your stories and then the entertainment piece for like the reels or anything. Oh, yeah. Right. So you, you focus strictly Instagram or do you do both Instagram, TikTok, Facebook? Like which kind of platform do you try and stick to? Instagram and Facebook. I don't have a TikTok. Okay. I, I tried and it just, it wasn't for me. Um, but Instagram's more my my vibe. Yeah. I, same with me. I, I feel like I'm on TikTok just because like everyone says you need to be on TikTok. Yeah. And like, I, I don't, there's really no rhyme or reason. Like you can do some stupid video and it gets, you know, 2000 views and then you do another video and I'm like, wow, this is really funny. This is going to be really good. And it gets like 70. 
Yeah. So I just don't know. There's no, yeah. So that's interesting. So how did you get into, how did you, was, was that something that those stories that you do, was that something that you found from another agent or was that just something that popped in your head? Like, how can I make educational stuff be more engaging? I just, you know, driving a lot, um, a lot of things go through my mind and I'll have a good idea and I'll be like, oh, I'll do that for a poll. Um, so yeah, I kind of created that on my own. Gotcha. Okay. That's it. So do you, um, do you do the same types of content on Facebook too? Yes. I'll share everything that goes to my Instagram. I share to Facebook, um, just to try to hit as many people as possible in my demographics. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the things that I've been struggling with is I have a personal account and I have a business account. Um, but a lot of my people follow me on my personal account. So I do a lot of real estate with both. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know I have to keep two separate just because, you know, for um, search engine optimization, people looking me up online, they yeah. want to see that professional, you know, presence on your platforms. So that's just one thing that I'm struggling with is trying to do two contents um, on two platforms. Yeah. So yeah. Do you see like one piece of content gets more engagement on like Instagram versus Facebook? Food. Recently. Food? Food. Food on Instagram. I'll make uh, like beer, winery things, uh, reels with food. It It is such a hit. Um, and I've, I've gotten a few clients just from doing that. Really? Yeah. They'll DM me and say, hey, I'm, you know, I have family in Rochester. I'm coming up to visit. Um, what, what should we do when we're there? And then they lead into the conversation yeah, my friend's moving to Rochester in a few months. Uh, they're looking to buy. Um, are you open to helping them? So it's really cool. Yeah. yeah. So but, it's like you're like almost like a like a travel resource too. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. So I guess what types of engagement do you kind of look out for? Is is it that kind of stuff? You know, the shares or people reaching out to you in your DM? Oh yeah. Oh, DMs are huge. Um, likes i love likes uh comments are okay um but the shares and the likes are what i like to see um and it keeps me motivated to keep doing things because social media it can be a nuisance if you're busy um and have a lot on your plate if you mm -hmm. get discouraged you may not want to post as much yeah but that's what you, do you do do you try and stick to like a content calendar um i try yeah. And I, we can add it. We all try. Sorry. It's like, yeah, <laughs> life happens. Um, last year I tried and I would do like the automated content mm -hmm. calendar. No engagement. Really? Okay. Really? Yeah. And I've talked to a few um, social media influencers in our market and they've said the same thing. Hmm. Where if they schedule it on Instagram, they don't get as much engagement as they would if they were doing it themselves interesting isn't that interesting that's really weird i wonder if like the algorithm is like making you like you know do it at you know when it's a relevant piece of content or what they deem relevant right at that time you know right interesting so I, no go ahead oh i'll try to do like a reel a week and then a post a week um but my yeah that's my goal is to try to get two or three posts a week okay 
Yeah. Do you do any like scripting or anything like that, like for your videos or? No, I wing it. Just wing it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. do you do a lot of like? Is there a lot of takes or anything like that? Oh yeah, a ton. I'll do ten to fifteen takes. I'll write some script down of what I want to say. Um, but I like to take ideas from other realtors who've already done something, and then I'll just kind of make it my own and critique it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing that helped me because like I I hate editing and it it like my older videos. Um, I use this app called Teleprompter. I don't know if you ever used it. But, oh yeah, 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 and it reads right on your phone. As you yeah, mentioned. it's it looks like that. I don't know if you can see it. Oh yep, yep. And then what? I used them for um, like, yeah, one of my reels I did. Yes. Yeah, that's that's a super like it's a nice tool to like be a little bit more f- efficient because then you don't have to like you know I'll like get through a whole reel and then I'll mess up the last sentence. And I'm like, damn it! Like I have yep. to do the whole thing over again. Right. Yep. Especially if you're talking for a long time or doing like an informative one. Yeah. So many. Yep. Exactly. It's it's brutal. Um, so you mentioned some like some of the people that you, you know, kind of try and emulate. Um, do you like. Do you share their content? Do you kind of repost it or have you ever reached out to them to try and like collaborate with them? Um, never collaborate. That's a good idea. Um, I mean, the people that I follow and reshare. They are huge in their market for social media. So um, it's a little daunting to reach out to someone who has 30,000 followers and, you know, killing it in their market. Um, but maybe 2023 will be the year that I do that. Reach out. Yeah. Do you, um, so what are some of your goals for like 2023? Um, I definitely want to critique my social media, get more of a rhythm, content calendars, great idea. Um, and business-wise, I so I'm on a team and we're partners. So we're going to be doing a lot of different branding and um, adding team members to our team. Um, and yeah, just helping clients and oh, cool. Yeah. So let's let's kind of stick with the goals though. So, what's like your ultimate business goal? Um, ultimate business goal: create my own team. Um. I don't know. Hold on. Let me let me think about this. That's one of the things I didn't really think through. We could like break it down to like, what about just like your 2023 goal? Like how many families you want to have? Oh, like that? So yeah. Think, like big picture, like when I'm 50 years old, what do I want it? So. Yeah. Like when you're 50 years old, I'm going to be like, I want to have a massive team in like multiple states. Right. right. And I don't want to. <laughs> I'll be like Ryan Serhant. Yeah. I want to be like. Rolls Royce in and band. Yeah. Um, my 2023 goal would be to help at least 50 families. Okay. And um, create a whole new branding website. Um, and I've been working with a, she's a content creator for social media, so she's going to help me kind of find more of my brand, okay. um, and take my social media game to the next level. Oh, cool. So you're gonna really hone in on your like brand aesthetic, you know, yes. what what it looks like, everything like that, right? Oh yeah. Have you started that process? Yes. Oh awesome. We're it's... gonna try to roll it out twenty twenty four. Oh nice. Yes. Okay. So is it gonna be more reels, carousels? Um yeah, a little bit of everything. Reels, carousels, um, a very um aerodynamic website. Um 
just I want to create an atmosphere and hub for our agents and clients to help take care of any of their needs. So kind of be like a one-stop shop kind of thing and not just your realtor. Yep. Um. So, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So do you plan on... So that kind of brings me to like longer form stuff because if you like... If you're trying to be more of a resource, right? Or do you have any plans to do like longer form stuff like on YouTube? Because you mentioned like people reached out to you about like those restaurants and bars. So that kind of gets my head like kind of like going like... I should. I should. Kind of like, um, you know, like, you ever watch like Anthony Bourdain, like any of those shows on like the Travel Channel? Oh, yes. I'm obsessed. I'm a yes. big Same. Um, and so is my husband. So, I, yeah, I'm trying to incorporate more because I go out to dinner all the time um just to try new things and you know i've been in the food industry business for my entire life basically Mm -hmm. um so yeah maybe i'll do like a youtube thing of um like local businesses and restaurants uh but i definitely want to do that with instagram so when i'm out and about showing houses you know stop at a local business and kind of do like a business spotlight for them and do like a little video yeah, I mean, it'd be nice to kind of, because then you can kind of tap into, like, you know, their following, right? Right. Promote you, you promote them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you mentioned, so you mentioned, like, that's, that people have reached out to you because of what you've posted on your stories or or what you've posted on just, like, your reels or whatever it may be on your feed. Um, what, would you have, like, a percentage of your business or have you gotten a lot of business from Instagram directly? Um, Last year, it was pro- like people it's and that's hard to quantify yeah it's it's hard to break down because it's a lot of the people that follow me i've known them in a past life whether it be high school college um but people i do not know just from instagram um it was probably 10 percent, but okay. reaching out through social media last year from people I know and people I don't know, um, was 50%. Wow. Yeah. So 50% of your leads or business came from what you've been doing on Instagram. Yes. And then when you hone in on what you're doing with your branding for 2024, that number is probably going to skyrocket, I would have to assume, right? Yeah, I'm hoping. And then... So 50% was, you know, online, social media, um, reaching out. 25% was through text messages, you know, people I've helped out. They could have easily DM'd me, but they texted me or called me. And then my other 25 was just leads. So I'm hoping to grow that social media number even more. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so what was I going to go with this? Um, that's like a huge number. Mm-hmm. Um, that's awesome. That's really good. Um, so a lot of this has been on like new clients, right? New, new business, that kind of stuff. Do you do, or do you follow a lot of like your past clients and do anything for them? You know, once the deal's closed, right? Like it's kind of like, you don't want to like wash your hands, but you want to make sure that they're like a champion for you and like right. for you business. So what are some things that you do to kind of like, you know, make sure that you're top of mind? Definitely. Um, so I do send out an awesome, fun monthly mailer to all of my clients. Um, It's just like what's happening this month in your town, Um, breweries, wineries, coffee joints, just like local businesses, 
for them to put on their calendar and you know if if mm -hmm. they want to try something new they can yep. um i do a lot of pop buys so right now i'm doing chocolates for valentine's day okay so i'll go in um yeah just hang chocolates on their door and, and chat with them um and we do parties um oh, cool. Yep. So last year was a very small party just with COVID and things. It was hard to do. Yeah. Um, but this year it's going to be at Letchworth Park. It's going to be really fun. So where is it going to be at? Letchworth Park. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. I heard of that. Yep. That's awesome. Do you do like closing gifts too? Yes. Okay. I'll do closing gifts. I have a closing sign. Um, I think my favorite part is taking a picture of my buyers in front of their new house. Um, they're just so excited and I know that picture is going to be shared on Facebook and, uh, I always tell them to tag me in it and it's just, it's a good, good feeling for, for yeah. uh, helping out the buyers. Yeah. yeah. So like managing all those past clients, do you, do you utilize a CRM? Um, I used to use Excel, but I switched over to Buffini. I really liked their CRM platform. Okay. Um, and I can kind of keep tabs on, you know, anniversary dates, you know, how many kids they have, just a lot of different things. Different that, milestones. Yeah, don't come to mind. Okay. Do they, does it send out like automated, like, you know, emails and stuff yes. like that? It does. Okay. Yep. Yep. It can do your birthdays, house anniversary. Oh, nice. Okay. Mm -hmm. What would you, so let's, let's jump back to like new clients, right? Like, what would you say? was is like your current like biggest like challenge right now other than like inventory uh, i was gonna say inventory uh, so it's really competitive in our market right now despite what people read on the news and see on tv um very very competitive still so getting those hard conversations of what to expect um especially for buyers yeah. Um, yeah. It's a very challenging uh, conversation. Do you do you try and like, or do you have plans to like create content around that like challenge, like making sure you know they're they're they stay level headed and not get too too discouraged, you know, by getting beat out by multiple offers. Definitely. Um, for the spring, I'm definitely planning on rolling something out. Just you know, it may take twenty offers. It's that's normal. Don't yeah. get your hopes up um, just to kind of keep everybody grounded. Yeah. Um, and words of encouragement. Yep. Yep. And then, you know, hopping back to past clients, like what would you say like your biggest challenge with past clients is? Is it is it referrals? Is it like, you know, for me, like one of my biggest challenges is just like finding the time to like pick up the phone and just like ask for business and just like say like, hey, checking in. Like just want to make sure, you know, congrats, one been one year. You know, hopefully I can count on you to send me more business. That's always a challenge for me because it's like a weird conversation. Yes, definitely. You know, I don't know if you do anything like that. Um, I, I don't pick up the phone, um, but I do I do things where I say it without saying it. Mm -hmm. Um, so in their house anniversary cards, you know, I, I put in if you know anybody looking to buy or sell, um, it would really mean a lot to me um, coming from you that you recommend my name. Or, you know, share, share their information. Um, but I'm not a big caller just because I'll get phone calls all day, every day from spam. 
So calling my clients and spamming them saying, hey, do you have anybody looking to buy or sell? Um, I know I would be turned off if someone did that to me. So I try to, you know, like my chocolates, it's it's a referral thing just to keep top of mind, know anybody looking to buy or sell. Um, it's just like an easy way to yeah. take in front of them. Yeah, there's there's so many different ways to like go about it. Like I know there's um, a loan officer I used to work with who would, you know, pick up the phone every Wednesday and call past clients and basically ask for business. And I'm like, man, I'm just not not that kind of person. I just, yeah. I can't do that. Like I'm more of a, I'll, I'll communicate however they want to communicate, but 99% of my clients just want to text. Right, right. right. And it's effective if he calls and talks to everybody every Wednesday yeah. or it works. I'm, it, it works for sure. But it's just, it's got to fit your, it's got to be authentic, right? Just on social, just like on social media, you got to be authentic. Right, right. It's got to fit like my, you know, my brand of how I want to do business. Right, yeah. exactly, exactly. So we're kind of coming up here on the end here. So these are the three questions I ask everybody, right? So first one, what's one book or podcast do you think everybody looking to grow their business in real estate should either read or listen to? So my favorite book, it's 30 pages. Love that. I love <laughs> that. Me too. I, you know, I, I used to love to read. I just don't have the time anymore. So I'm more of like a podcast audiobook girl. But this Spark no book, saved my life. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but this book changed my life. Um, it's called Perk Your Sphere. And it's just about how to take care of the people who want to use you and look at you as that realtor expert. Mm. Um, you know, just a ref- it's a referral base of how to keep that engagement um, and how you should... Um, praise the people who share your name to everybody that they know it's called perk your sphere mm-hmm. cool okay yeah it's by liz johnson liz johnson okay cool i'll have to check that one out yeah that's a new one all right the next one what should everybody who is in real estate either stop doing or start doing social media i yeah it's everywhere um and i, I don't know why people don't do it just because it's a great way to get in front of your audience. Mm-hmm. Was there, you know, I did ask you this. Was was there a hesitancy for you to get in front of the camera? Oh, yeah. I hated it. I hate So when everybody was doing the TikTok videos and the dancing, I'm like, no. Like, that's not me. Pointing. <laughs> right? Yeah. But in 2022, I'm like, you know what? You know, Instagram changed its algorithm. Everybody's doing the videos now. I'm going to have to paint my office and get some cute things on there to take some awesome videos um, and get in front of people. So to overcome that, I just started talking in my phone and like venting or do stories about what's happened to me recently. And it's it's natural now. Right. (laughs) The more you do it, the better you get at it. Right. Like. You know, like the first videos I did are like super cringy. Like I don't even, I should probably just delete them off my Instagram. I don't even know why they're up there, but like my face is like right into the camera. It's like huge. It <laughs> sounds terrible, but like, I kept them up there. You know, it is what it is. Um, but my thing was like, I can't stand my voice. Like I hate Same. to my thing. Right? I hate it. I hate, I hate I hate it. My accent. I'm like all nasally. Yes. yes. 
Yeah. And like, I'm like, well, like, this is how people, this is how I sound like telling right. people. I'm like, right. yeah, I can't change it. Can't change it. So, you know, I just kind of, same thing. I just kind of got over it and just did it. The more and more I do it, the, you know, you get more and more comfortable, you know? Right. It's, it's like second nature at that point. Exactly. Exactly. So that's, that's, that's a great one. Cause I think there's a lot of hesitancy with people getting on, you know, video and social media just because they're nervous. Oh yeah. You know, but. I empathize with them. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. Last one. Where can everybody find you online? Um, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook, not TikTok, uh, at Kelly Ross Realtor. And it's it's like Rochester without the stir. So R-O-H-E. Yep. Perfect. Well, awesome. I, this is great. I appreciate all the information. Thanks. Uh, thanks for hopping on. Yeah. Thank you for having me. All right. Have a good one. Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye.